I'm Daniel, the Past Life Regressionist, and it's time to begin. This is Timeless Spirituality. Hey everyone, welcome back to Time of Spirituality. Dun dun dun. That's the. Well, yeah. What's that, Daniel? What time is it? It's that time of the year again where I announce a new upcoming workshop. Well, actually, it's another workshop of the same nature of one that I did last year with my friend Gabrielle Alziari. So we're going to be doing another workshop with regards to accessing your intuition and connecting with your spirit guides. So the description is as follows. In this workshop, you'll have the opportunity to learn how to connect with your intuition and develop a deeper relationship with your spirit guides. We'll share a few intuitive practices that you can use on a daily basis and quantum healing and past life regression will be used to facilitate a space to clear out any intuitive blockages that you may be facing. And there also may be a little surprise or two. So that workshop will be taking place on Sunday, October 8th at 12 p.m. Pacific time and 3 p.m. Eastern time. It's going to last approximately two and a half to three hours. So just set aside three hours just in case. And I'm going to include all the details in the show notes. So we hope to see you there. Dun, dun, dun. So, for this episode, I'm, well, this little bunch, I'm releasing two episodes at the same time. One, because I'm going on a little vacation to revisit some past life places, so maybe I'll come back with some stories. So the next new episode is going to be three weeks from today, so I just figured, you know, let's just release two now. And also, these two kind of deviate from the typical structure of the show. I don't want to say it's... Well, you'll see it. Yeah. And I mean, I, I, I like both the episodes. I think they're really cool. I think there is some great insights and some great tidbits in there. And it really just deals with information that's out there in the world. And I find value in raising some potential red flags just for things to keep an eye on when you're out there going down rabbit holes. So I think that these two episodes will be very helpful in that respect. And another reason why I felt that this was the appropriate time to release these episodes is because for season four of Timeless Spirituality, the show is going to go in a more serious direction. Don't worry, there'll still be some jokes and some laughs in there, but it's going to it's going to get a little more serious for a while. So uh, just figured, let's get it all out of our systems now. And yeah, so I'm, I'm really excited for the direction that the show is going to take for season four. Season five, look, I'm sure I'm going to come up with something completely different uh, in a good way. So I'll, I'll give you guys some more information in the coming months about season four when, when the time is right. And... In the meantime, I hope you guys enjoy the rest of my journey for season three as I continue to recapture the magic. So, now for a little more on the two episodes you guys are about to listen to right now. The first episode was recorded back in October of 2022 with an energy healer by the name of Marnie O'Farrell. And, well, we were going to talk energy healing but the conversation just kind of took a different direction because Marnie had some things that she wanted to get off her chest, things she wanted to share about the way that she viewed the world. And I just decided to roll with it because I thought it was important for someone to have a space to express themselves in a safe way. And I really feel that I witnessed 
well, I call it a magical experience because I could see Marnie's eyes lighting up as she was speaking to the world. So I just want to thank Marnie for being so courageous and for feeling comfortable to express herself in the way that she did because as we talked about after the recording, that was a new thing for her, you know, expressing herself the way that she did and bringing up the subjects that she did in a public way. So I commend you for that, Marnie. And with that, for everyone listening, my question for you is, where do you feel that some magic would be created in your lives with something that you feel the need to express? So just, uh, just think on that one for a bit. And the second episode is with my buddy, Edward Thomas, who I've had on the podcast a few times. And Edward took over as host for this episode. And we talk about, you know, some conspiracies, but in a very grounded way, in a way that I feel was the responsible way to go about it. And Edward did an amazing job filling in as host. And I was the interviewee. So I hope you guys enjoy both of these episodes. And just go out there and find some magic in your own lives. So with all of that said, if you would like to book a regression with a me to discover who, when, and where you have been throughout time, you can reach me on Instagram at The Past Life Regressionist or my website, thepastliferegressionist.com. And now, it's time to begin. Marnie, thank you so much for being here. How are you doing today? I'm wonderful, thank you. All right. Are you ready? For... I'm ready. Wait, what are you ready for? I interrupted. I interrupted you. <laughs> I'm ready the, for this. That excited moment. for the first question? <laughs> hey, this moment. That's a time reference. I like that. Perfect. <laughs> are you ready for the first question? Yes, I am. What is your favorite song about time and why? My favorite song about time, the first one that came to my mind was Time After Time. Because my sisters, my two younger sisters were in a dance company and that song was always part of the dance recital every year. And I got to watch beautiful ballerinas traveling across the stage, dancing to this beautiful song and it always touched my heart. So that's what came to mind. And that is the reason. Aw, heard that song before on here. That's the first time I've heard that reason. So that's cool. I like that. Awesome. Yeah, always it's like a sentimental thing, right? Like mm -hmm. family or some kind of moment that pulls at your heartstrings. So, well, Thank you for sharing. You're welcome. Are you ready for the next question? Yes, I am. Who is Marnie? <laughs> oh, that's a big one. Um, well, I'm me. I'm a 33-year-old woman, <laughs> a human being. <laughs> And um, I guess for the reasons of going on podcasts, I'm an energy healer and I'm promoting uh, my business, Earth Heart Healing. And I was thinking about this today on the way, driving to, to this school that I teach at from time to time, time to time. <laughs> nice. That I think a big part of me as well is like very aware of the systems in the world, like starting to become really aware of how the world works and noticing that there's a stream of consciousness that wants to evolve into a higher level of awareness within humanity. So at a core, I feel like I'm like a voice box for talking about that or supporting that in people. And I also love healing. So I think they go hand in hand, like raising the awareness of humanity and then because of that, we need to do a lot of healing work on ourselves to be able to hold that bigger voltage, if you will, of, of self-awareness. I was very excited by that statement you just made. I also think that that statement can mean many different things to many different people. So what do you specifically mean by that statement? What was it about you driving home today that made you think about that and then evolved into this place that you found yourself thinking about this? Well, first of all, I have to say I have not spoken about this sphere of 
information on a podcast yet. So I'm kind of like, oh, do I want to open this door? But I will. We'll see how it goes. I was driving home listening to CBC, which is one of our country run or country funded government funded radio stations. And something going on in our our country right now is there's a revisiting the Freedom Rally. I don't know if you heard about the Freedom Rally in Canada. Is this one with the truckers? Yes, the truckers. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Um, And I was a big part of that, like not a big part of it being like I was, you know, on the news or anything, but just I was very invested and my heart was very invested, I suppose, because freedom of choice with what we do with our bodies goes hand in hand with healing and having a self-governance over our bodies. The theme that happened when it when it was in play in February was just how much the government funded news broadcast systems were not sharing the truth, what was really going on. And it broke my heart at that time. I'd never experienced like, uh, yes, state controlled narratives before. And then I found myself like right heart and center inside of that also related to something that's very dear to my heart, which is health and wellness and how we deal with our bodies. So I was listening to that on the way home and hearing their perspective again. And I was kind of thinking about last time, how, how much emotion came through for me listening to that and being a part of it. Whereas this time I was like, oh yeah, these are just two different, completely different narratives. These are two completely different ways that the world can think and function. It's almost like, you know, with, with enlightenment, I'm doing like air quotes because I, there's so many different words to describe raising our consciousness, you know, and that's one word I use from time to time. The way I was trained, it's like a lot about finding your own center, finding your own alignment, finding your own inner truth. And when that is activated and grows from the soul level, oftentimes there's like programs and beliefs in our bodies and our system that have to be dealt with or deleted or changed or upgraded or integrated. Are you following what I'm saying first before Mm -hmm. I continue? Yeah. Okay, cool. And that is what becoming a sovereign human being is because if you, if you think of soul awareness, we're also different. We're also unique dependent on how we've lived in past lives where our soul originates from if it's always been human or it's been another extraterrestrial for example for many lives in a different part of the cosmos or what we've developed within ourselves is going to become a strong like vibrational frequency within our human nature in this life so I was just remarking on just that how the world systems they give us like a one track narrative in a way the more that I become aware of things potentially, you know, within different countries, it's going to, there's going to be variations, but at the same time, the people on in the planet that are raising their consciousness, there's this other new impulse of, of awareness of sovereignty um, within that, I guess, new paradigm or golden age version of, of consciousness And that for myself, there was this evolution of like, okay, I'm not resisting the other one. I'm not saying it's wrong. Whereas in the past, it caused me a lot of emotional dysregulation or anger in a way. I was very angry. Like, how could this, how could this be happening in a democracy? And now seeing it more like there's a place for everyone. And it's also important to be your own truth at the same time, even if it's very different from what you hear on the news, for example. All right. Well, if you're okay with it, we're going to throw out all the other questions that I sent you for right okay. now. Are you okay sticking with this? <laughs> yeah. I mean, it came up today for me, so I'm, I'm okay to go go with it. So I am vaguely familiar with the trucker rally. Being an American, it was also presented to me a certain way. However, I don't always just tune into the mainstream sources i like to i like to get a wide variety of sources even ones that i strongly disagree with because i just want to understand where everyone's coming from with all that said which has absolutely nothing to do with what i'm about to ask you other than you're canadian i'm american you know much more about the 
the trucker rally and the freedom rally than I do. So for those who are unfamiliar with it, can you explain what it was that happened earlier in 2022? Yeah. So in February of 2022, I think it originated because a new law came into place with like in our country, you know, first of all, are you able to cut some of this out? If I say something and I have a question, yeah. because it's, a, it's all about the scene, but I'm not sure if that's something that you want to talk about on your show because it can be touchy for some people. Is mm. that okay? Yeah. <laughs> we'll go for it. It's cool. I mean, I haven't okay. brought it up yet, but you know, there's a reason this is coming up today and okay. let's, let's roll with it. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I'm, it's very near and dear to my heart and, and so, yeah, I'll just, yeah, sure. So in our country, there was a lot of coercion for people to get the vaccine. We weren't allowed, you know, people who chose not to be vaccinated, um, were not allowed to go into restaurants. People lost their jobs there was a big division and it even was pointed at from the government to say that the reason we're still in the pandemic is because there's a portion of the population that chose not to get vaccinated. So for myself, I am very strongly in my heart attached to informed consent and freedom to choose. <laughs> Whether you want to or not is totally respected by me, but in our in our government system that was not happening and and there was so much division happening in families you know the people who chose not to be vaccinated were no longer allowed to be invited to family gatherings to thanksgiving for example during a certain period you know so that's like when you're in something like that you don't notice how severe it really is but when you pull yourself out you know, those narratives kind of sound almost like a war tactic you know, to divide families in a way. It's all fear-based the, at the time. It's very fear-oriented. We think we're doing it for a reason. Um, but I happen to have read a book that was just put into my path by David Icke, who's like, talks about the green lizard beings. I'm not sure if that's something that you are familiar with or not. Is that in your sphere? It has been brought up on the podcast before. So okay, yeah, let's do it. All right. So in this book he wrote called, oh man, there's a, there's a lion on the front and I forget the name of it, but anyway, I read this book and it basically talked about global forced vaccination schedules. And this was written 10 years ago. So during the pandemic, I got really into learning about the Illuminati, learning about the governing world systems, because prior to the, to the pandemic, I really truly thought in my heart that this new consciousness was grassroots and that it was something that needed to be shared with humanity, with love, and that even at those highest levels of government systems, this new awareness or potentially ancient awareness was something that could benefit everyone. Then after reading these books and learning about our governing systems like that pyramid structure, it seems to be that at the very top, spirituality is very much a part of their system. Astrology is a part of their system. And they use all of this information for their benefit. So it's almost like there's a glass ceiling. And there's another system that kind of works at the top highest levels of our world, which I had prior to that not known anything about. So that really shook me, because not all of it is positive. Although some of it, I believe is positive. There's like a dualistic aspect to it. So there's mm -hmm. like, the light faction and the dark faction of this global system and that's also how we get duality in our world we have those two polarities and we live within that polarity in our in our system on the planet at the present and that system is also a learning platform for everyone and it was at a time very beneficial and the some of this is like channeled just from my spirit or I've read things or you know piece puzzle pieces together but for me what it seems to be in this present moment time in our planet it's that we're shifting into that golden age and we're moving from duality into a kind of a tripod system. So it's like a totally new system that allows us to learn in a different way, in a more empowered way, in a more creative way, in a more self-aware way with, with sovereignty and with allowing our uniqueness and our personality and those levels of spiritual awareness as well to be a part of our full experience. 
So that's like the positive aspect that's moving forward. And then there's the negative aspect that's moving forward. And this is a more slavery-based system, another type of slavery where spirituality becomes even more less available than it was in the past. So bringing humanity into even, so if you're never aware of like the spiritual aspect of human nature, you'll, you won't feel like you're losing it, you know? So that's kind of what the shift is. There's this like bifurcation happening. So getting back to the freedom rally, I think people resonated with it for all different reasons, but the main reason was to unify that divide and conquer tactic that was used to get people to choose to be vaccinated, to bring back the unity within our country. And it started with the truckers because there was a law that was passed that said it changed their job system. I think they, some people would have lost their job if they chose not to get vaccinated. And for whatever reason, that group of people organized together and started a GoFundMe that within a week raised a million dollars. And that's all grassroots. Basically, it started in BC and it started on the West Coast and the East Coast. And all these truckers came into Ottawa to want to try and talk to the government, to Justin Trudeau, to have the uh, mandates dropped because everyone was getting so kind of stressed out. And it was just like, this is enough is enough. The economy is breaking down. We're lo- like, we can't support ourselves anymore. This enough, enough is enough. People were now like kind of getting out of that fear state and saying, okay, you're pushing too far. And for me, the, the part that I wish so many people saw on the news and the vibration, because I'm an energy healer. So I was there at that zero point, feeling the true vibration of what was going on you know, deeper than the storyline. And it was pure unity. It was pure love. And I'm like, it's so much in my cells that I could probably cry. Joy, connection. It's okay. People want to cry when they look at me. So, yeah. Sorry for killing your flow there. Sorry about that. It's all good. (laughs) Love it. You know, every province had a, a portion of the province that participated in this freedom rally where in the past Canada has always had, you know, we're such a big country geographically that it's hard for us to unify just because of how much space we hold. You know, people represented from every culture, every ethnicity, that's the way you say it, (laughs) every province. And they were all there, whether they chose to be vaccinated or not, to come back together as a country and to say, like, hold the line for their families, for what they Charter of Rights and Freedoms allows us to have as as a as a country, and none of that, none of that level of unity, you know, you can see videos of the truckers coming through Canada, and overpasses are filled with people, and this is like in the middle of the winter, and the same time the truckers were saying as well, because I just recently watched a, a documentary that came out about it. They were always like two or three hours behind schedule. So these people are standing out in the cold, supporting this movement, you know, for hours before they actually see the truckers. There's an investment from the heart to really, truly support this. Uh, And none of that was shared on the mainstream news for whatever reason. I mean, the reason is kind of becoming more apparent or transparent because our country, our Prime Minister and our Deputy Prime Minister are connected with the World Economic Forum very strongly. And so they have a certain narrative they want to push forward. And our government is going to be falling in line with that. So anything that is is, uh, threatening or causing a different stream of consciousness or movement from, from the country is not going to be showcased at all on our mainstream news. So even though There was one part in this uh, documentary I watched recently that it said that 52% of Canadians at that point in time, which is more than half of our country, were ready for a discussion about ending the mandates. So to see a government not respect the true pulse of energy of their country was heartbreaking to me. Well, thank you for sharing all that. I think uh, everyone understands at this point 
what that was about. So you said it more eloquently than I would have. When I learned about the rally, well, one, when they talked about it here, they said it was about 400 truckers. <laughs> that was the way that they put it, which is like, come on. Because I saw the other sources. And it's like, this, this is not... It was severely downplayed. And recently someone said to me as a spiritual practitioner or spirit, you know, someone has a spiritual platform, I shouldn't incorporate politics into things, which I don't really. But at the same time, I'm also out here saying that these are my beliefs. It's not the way that it is. You know, these aren't facts. And I may evolve in the way that I see the world too. So people will see me evolve on these things if need be. So as I've stated on the podcast before, I don't like to align with a political ideology, but I do find myself more in the liberal camp. So when this rally was portrayed as a right wing thing, I'm like, come on, that's a crock of shit. Come on. Really? That's how you're going to villainize this thing? Is by equating yeah. it with the right. Come on, really, yeah. really. We know that not every trucker is a right winger. We know that not everyone who supports these is a right winger. So that's how you're going to chalk it up, really. It's like this expression: some but not all. Sure, but come on, come on. So the beauty of that is it gives people the opportunity to say, "Hmm, I wonder if every single trucker is a is a right winger." And look, even if they are. So fucking what? Yeah. Someone's not allowed to have their own beliefs? So what? Yeah. Do I find myself more liberal? Yeah. It doesn't mean that a trucker's a bad person because they're a more of a right-winger. It doesn't matter. Why can't they have the freedom to see the world they want to? And something that I've never brought up on the podcast before, <laughs> but we're going to places that with that thingy, you know, the the vacation. <laughs> <laughs> what infuriated me through that process was people not understanding the actual science behind these things. And I'm not saying I'm looking on my friend, you know, my friend Johnny's great aunt's friend's post on Facebook where where she's talking about the science of these things. I'm like, if you actually look at the science, you'll understand that this was something that wasn't meant to stop this thing in its tracks. They may have said that, but it, they were also saying at the same time, it's going to prevent you from getting really, really sick, which it looks like that was the case. So when this narrative is being pushed by, Jesus Christ, I'm actually going here. Uh, <laughs> what have you done to me, Marnie? <laughs> There's a line that I towed before. I may have gone <laughs> off track in some places. But when people who were unvaccinated were being demonized as the people who were keeping this thing alive, that was a bunch of bullshit. Straight up bullshit. And I've talked about the difference between bu- bullshit and horseshit on here. Horseshit is something that's true that you just don't like. Bullshit is something that's just patently false. Hmm. Cool. So very upset. And Look, I'll take it a step further. I personally was someone who did get vaccinated. I did. I didn't get the new one. I got the one that they kneecapped after six people had blood clots. I'm like, that's the one I want. The one that they're trying to take off the table right away. When you have, what, thousands of other vaccine injuries taking place from these things. I'm like, they're going after the one where there's six blood clots? Yeah. I'm going to go with the one that's tried and true there because it's not, you know, it was... Look, I'm not a scientist. I'm not going to pretend to be a scientist. My understanding of vaccines and the way they're originally incorporated into the world was you introduce a little bit of a virus into someone's body so their what their defense system can then be able to spot what this thing is. So if more of it comes in, they know how to attack it. It worked mm-hmm. for a long time in eradicating certain things. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Why try something new in that respect? If it's not broken, don't fix it. So mm-hmm. even as someone who, and look, I I got vaccinated because 
I just felt it was the smartest thing for me to do at the time. Mm-hmm. Do I believe that there's a lot of fuckery out there? Yes. Then, you know, so also why I kind of went with the, I mean, dare I say it, the more conservative choice in that respect. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, the one where you get one shot. <laughs> but even as someone who, who went that route, it was infuriating to me to see people who were unvaccinated being villainized and vilified. Yeah. Like it, it absolutely infuriated me because I'm like, that's not true. People who are vaccinated are more of a threat to the unvaccinated than the unvaccinated are to the vaccinated. Because if the unvaccinated gets sick and someone who's vaccinated has gotten the one that's going to take away the symptoms, then you got nothing to fucking worry about. Yeah. But if you're out there parading like, I'm fucking vaccinated and, you know, I everything, I'm stopping the virus. I'm doing my part. I'm wearing my sticker. <laughs> uh, Jesus. Like, yeah. It was, I, it was inside you. It's all coming out now. Good to I, clear I'm going to go and cough on you because I can't spread the virus because I'm vaccinated. Well, then you're more of a threat to this person. So those narratives really infuriated me because they were patently false. Yeah. So when all of that is being pushed, that's what I saw is like, there's something that's going on here. Now, do I believe in the possibility of the Illuminati and shit like that? Yeah, I think it's possible. I also think it's possible. This is driven purely by a profit motive mm-hmm. because the pharmaceutical companies are making a shit ton of money off this thing. So if you are forcing people to do it because there's a threat out there, a threat that I believe that was real, I do believe it was a real threat. Mm -hmm. So, I mean, that was another thing that also bothered me at the beginning of the pandemic was a lot of people who were saying, oh, well, this thing was was released, so you don't need to worry about it. It wasn't organic. It didn't originate in a a bat market, which, come on, probably didn't. (laughs) It probably came from a lab. But... Even so, it's a fucking threat. It's a real yeah. thing. Just because something was released with nefarious intentions, Love and Light ain't going to fucking save you all the time. So I think there are so many different sides to it, but to force something upon someone which is not going to stop the thing in its tracks, if the narrative was different, maybe, maybe I would have been on board with it. Probably not because, look, I'm a firm believer and no one should be forced to do with their body or anything with their body that they're not comfortable with. I don't think anything should be forced upon anyone in that respect because they're not hurting anyone else. And look, I understand that argument can be made for having your kids vaccinated in a preschool. But at the same time, I don't believe in ostracizing people because they make a choice to not go along with that mentality. So, you know, I guess the question for you at this point would be, because we've completely gone off from where we were going to go, which is okay. So at this point, we'll, we'll probably not go into details about the energetic body. We'll just sort of make the false assumption that everyone here understands it. So maybe I can have you back on again and we'll dive more into the energetic body or people can do the research elsewhere. But what does this do to the energetic body when there are all these clashing narratives and there's so much emotion behind it? Because when I looked at the rally also, I wasn't putting my hand through walls. I wasn't yelling at people. If I was talking to people, I would be talking in the manner that I've talked to you about. Like, come the fuck on. Like, really? Even with that tone, like, you know, there's not this, like, it's fucking idiots. It's like, how are people so stupid? Not to? like, no, no, I never went there. But what does that do to someone in their energetic body, and even maybe the spiritual body, when all this shit's, okay, sorry, I'll give you the floor in one second, because there's one other thing I got to put in. Sure, there. go for it. <laughs> Let's just say that the Illuminati or the Cabal is a real thing, and they purposely did this. Well, they kind of fucked up in many respects. Because it woke a lot of people up. A lot of people who were asleep before then. There were a lot of people who just thought that the world operated at face value. And then a lot of people started to wake up. Which I saw as a good thing. Because I kind of started to see things as they were 
or at least the way that I believe they were, were a while back. So then when all these people who I knew who were so by the book with everything started to question things, I'm like, all right, it's about fucking time. Okay, that's my whole thing is even if they did plan this, then it backfired in many respects. So (laughs) in this... (laughs) In this off-the-wall episode of Timeless Spirituality, Marnie, you know half the floor. <laughs> okay. Well, as you were talking, so many things came to my mind. And one little side note I just want to say first before I go into kind of the philosophical overview of kind of how I see things and how I've allowed my own energy field to resonate with my personal truth about what's all, what's going on considering that the veils have lifted even more in a way, um, is that one aspect of, so from a spiritual level, you know, we incarnate into a physical body purely at the root, it's my belief, to learn new things, to experience new things, to grow and expand as as a consciousness, as an individuated consciousness. So that is the reason why we become human or choose to become human as a soul. So for me, I'm a white person. People can't see that, but I, my background is Scottish and Irish. My my grand great grandparents immigrated to Canada. Great great grandparents immigrated to Canada, and were farmers. And the other side of my family became uh, teachers and nurses. Those types of people. What do you mean those types of people? Um, you know, just the, the like I'm, you know, sorry, I'm, I'm uh, messing with oh, you right now. <laughs> you know, well to do. Um. <laughs> you know, have a purpose in their profession. We're kind of like typical jobs you would find in the world, you know, loving, kind people. And then the other side's farmers, so very earthy people. And I'm going all different ways. In my own family, the earthy people were the ones who noticed, hey, there's something going on here, where the ones who were in the, the system, if you will, did not notice really a thing. So the earth, that that shows me that the earth is giving a certain frequency that is kind of not in the same alignment as the world system would like us to move into. So that goes into the like technology-based humanity versus earth-based humanity, right? So earth-based is cycles, connecting to the planet, staying grounded, respecting the planet. It goes along with that new paradigm, in my opinion. Although technology can be a part of it too. It's all about sovereignty and truth at the root of feeling who you are and how you want to integrate things. But what I wanted to bring up was I'm a white person. I've never felt ostracized or or pointed at or was a minority in anything. I'm pretty much a normal, you know, besides being an energy healer, which is his own thing to work through all the belief structures regarding that. I never felt like I wasn't allowed to be part of society. And I never really understood what that felt like. But personally, for me, I chose to not be vaccinated. And I I now feel like what it is to be the one where people point at you and say you're the evil one you know I feel I felt that in my cells and that was a huge learning platform at the same time it was such a hypocrisy to be in a society that's saying we support the minorities we give voice to the minorities you know we are supporting everyone's uniqueness and individuation except for the un- people because they're uh, racist and they they don't they're they're not following science and they're you know causing all of this stuff in the world and they're basically evil so it's like what you know this is not making any sense (laughs) so one part of it positive that I got to have the experience so that I could understand more deeply what it feels like to be made smaller than you really are you know put the coat of you're the problem on you know that's it's kind of hard to carry the first time I went on a plane after the whole thing, I was like shaking in fear. My body, not my mind, it was over it, but my body was like, we just went through a major trauma, you know? Like we don't know, we don't, that's such an interesting part too, is like we, the healing world, the holistic healing world, the energy healing world, a lot of is it about, a lot of it is about processing trauma. And when you're processing it, when you're backtracking and looking at it, it's so obvious to see where the, broken parts are but in the process of when they're being created like for example with this with me and the shaking when I'm getting on the plane I did not notice when it was being created or how I only saw it in retrospect so very insightful to kind of be 
to be through going through that learning path. And then moving on to the philosophical component of this, or like human nature in general, I think that how this also affected the energy bodies. So it's my understanding that, again, going back to that um, bifurcation of consciousness, we're, we're going through this, and even in the cosmos, it's like kind of written in the stars, it's been prophesized, it's, there's a version in the Bible, you know, it's kind of like, kind of everywhere. Total side note, I recently learned that Plato talked about um, Lemuria and Atlantis. So I think it's important to start bringing in like human, human history is a lot bigger than we are like had been led to believe. And that's all based on our programming, how we're grown from zero to seven in our school systems. You know, that becomes our subconscious reality. It creates a kind of our bubble of what we would believe to exist. But when you pull in, you know, really important names and they've been talking about this uh, greater human culture, human civilizations, I think it's like a great anchor to start allowing it to become more real. So how did we get to where we are today in our certain global systems and how we believe who we are as a species and our capacity as humans, what, what, we, what we're here to do and what we're capable of doing? That goes into the spiritual component that, you know, every breath, the shamans talk about this, we're in a waking dream and every breath creates the reality we live in personally. And that's where like the healing work and the expansion work and the spiritual work becomes so much fun and also globally. And as a culture, we are the batteries that are charging our reality. And so if we have subconscious beliefs that have been created in school and we've been given a certain narrative, that is now the battery pack that is charging our culture. And it's what we've all decided and chose consciously or, or unconsciously to be the truth of how we live and who we are. The new paradigm or the expanded consciousness version or that evolutionary jump, I studied in my background, one of the philosophers I studied was Sri Aurobindo. And he has an evolutionary explanation of human how human consciousness is going through this kind of quantum leap or evolutionary jump. And it also aligns with like angelic humanity saying that we are the stewards of this realm of the material realm. We're a version of an angels, but we're in the material world and we're our higher level consciousness is here to steward and co-create with the planet with sovereignty, with self-empowerment, with creativity, with uniqueness, with love and connection to our brethren and our fellow human beings of every single ethnicity and country, you know? So that's the positive side, the organic side versus this AI computer version that I think a component, if you say the Illuminati is real, what my understanding has become has been is that there are two sides to it. So they are aware that there's a, a quantum leap happening with human consciousness. And I would say there's a faction of that that actually works in alignment with goodness and truth and higher ideals that are the stewards of that in a way that are now allowing that stream to enter more of humanity versus the darker faction is wanting a more AI version of humanity. And that's where if we are not aware of our spiritual birthright in a way to be free, to be on this planet as stewards of, lo of love and creation, we don't know that we're gonna, we're, it's being taken away from us because we're not yet even aware that it exists. So it's like, that's that's that version. And if I just recently <laughs> happened to post this on my Facebook, that if you look at, the person who wrote Sapiens, I forget his name, but he wrote uh, A Brief History of Humankind or something like that. It's a very famous book. Anyway, he he is a lead advisor to Klaus Schwab, okay? So he's like above Klaus Schwab in a way, or he advises this person. He's that, that mofo with the bank. I, he's a philosopher kind of person. Klaus Schwab? No, no. Oh, yeah. Klaus Schwab's the guy with the bank. But this other guy who's a, an advisor to him is more of like a philosopher and intellect kind of kind of guy. And he wrote 
Sapiens, a brief history of humankind. I wrote this recently, so there we go. There's the reference. You can look that book up. It's very famous, and I think it was well well received by the public. He basically says, I can read these quotes. It's just coincidental that they're here. This is this guy. I think maybe in a couple decades, when people look back, the thing they will remember from the COVID crisis is that this was the moment when everything went digital. And this was the moment when everything became monitored, that we agreed to be surveyed at all times, not just in authoritarian regimes, but even in democracies. And maybe most importantly of all, that this was the moment when surveillance started going under the skin. And then this is the second quote. Humans are now hackable animals. You know the whole idea that humans have a soul or spirit and that they have free will and no one knows what's happening inside me. So whatever I choose, whether it's in the election or in the supermarket, this is my free will. That's over. So, you know, interesting, very sci-fi kind of quotes, but also this person is very influential in the world. So it has to be taken with some weight, you know? So so to me, the, the has everything to do with starting to integrate that level of technology within humanity at a nano level, which can be scary to some people. And that's why I'm always like, oh, do I really want to talk about this? But at the same time, when our soul consciousness is activated, that is always the override frequency because that is our birthright vibration. So this whole stream of government system wanting to integrate the, the, the AI aspect or this technological aspect only works on people who are asleep. And that's where I think when you're talking about that pushback or that awakening, I feel in my truth tone or my core that they are also aware that there's two aspects, two streams of consciousness, and that both are being allowed to exist. And it's important for each one of us individually to feel into and sense into where we want to land and how we want to move forward. And also considering like when I talk about this, I'm thinking like over, you know, hundreds or thousands of years, it's not like a pinpoint moment of now that it's going to be so drastic, but it is the choice point moment. And that's why it's so important. So a couple things. Yeah. Those two quotes, by the way, awesome for everything you just said. Thank you for sharing all that. I think those two quotes, there's a possibility they could be taken literally or it could just be philosophical. I mean, a little weird that they're phrased that way. I don't think that's the only way that free will can be taken away from someone is if they got the I think there are many other ways for that to happen. So if anyone's listening right now and they got the you're not doomed necessarily. <laughs> probably not. Totally. Everything's totally. probably going to be okay. Yeah. Um, and I think something I disagree with you on is that if you're awake, you won't be affected. Is that the way you said, or is it that you said you'll only be controlled by it if you're asleep? I think that's the way you phrased it, right? Yeah, I guess I just wanted to put out there that 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 freedom code is always available to everyone, and that it's more about because humanity is awakening. It's like there's a desire to cap it or to move it into a different vain, if you will, by a certain portion of the people who control our government and world systems. So the part where I disagree with you is I feel that a lot of times people who actually have their eyes open to a lot of these things are the most susceptible to being controlled by them hmm. because they're allowing the fear to permeate every aspect of their reality. But I also agree with you that, yeah, I mean, you have no idea what's going on. It's probably going to be able to have a hold on you and affect you. But, I mean, I bring that part up about even if you do see what's going on, because I think that it's, and I'm not getting this feeling from you at all. So I just want to make that clear for everyone. I, this isn't me trying to underhand Marnie or anything like that. Or I don't lump her in this camp right now. I think it's just, it's, it's the height of ignorance to feel that you know, again, you not being Marnie, but someone who's 
You know, it's like, I I know every aspect of the Illuminati. I understand every aspect of the control mechanism. I know exactly what's going on here. I know this is this, and I know I... How the fuck do you know? Do you really know? No, the answer is no, you don't know. Because the truth is, who can know? I can make a statement right now about the way that I see the Illuminati, but I don't have anything to back it up. So there's a strong possibility that this cabal, the Illuminati, they may be compartmentalized. One side may have no other, no idea what's going on with the other side, and vice versa. Or maybe there is someone who's sitting at the head of the table and knows every aspect of it, and then there's people sitting around them that know every Maybe. But I believe that, yeah, that even if your eyes are open, that you can still be controlled by these things. So I think it is just, it's foolish to believe that you can't be controlled by it if you know exactly what's going on. Because, I mean, I think that's when you let your guard down. I guess that's what I'm saying. Yeah. I think as long as you you understand that there's still so much more for you to understand, like that's when you're in this space of, I see that there's fuckery going on, but I... Who knows? Because I, it, that's, yeah, still, that's when you let your guard down yeah. is when you think that you have everything figured out. I, I love that you brought that up because I think I worded it that way because I have a tendency in myself to fall into the disempowerment side. And I just didn't want people to feel so disempowered with the information. Mm-hmm. versus if you feel an, like you're empowered or you have every, your ego's like, I'm in control, you know, da, 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 that it, that could be a very detrimental thing to kind of adapt. Mm-hmm. So it's, it's really like personal to how you're going to respond to new information. Mm-hmm. And at this, at the same time, I totally went through a process in myself where learning all this caused huge amounts of fear. Like it landed mm-hmm. so deeply in my cellular structure Mm -hmm. that I was so dysregulated for so many months. And that goes back to the base of like spiritual development in the energy field. I'll just bring a little tidbit in there that it's all about what you are holding in your central channel. So a central channel is right in front of the spine. So how much emotional bandwidth can you hold without going off your center? How much information, you know, how aware are you in a way that you are still staying present to the to the moment and not falling into storylines or beliefs, etc. And I love too that you brought up like who knows for sure because, for example, this is totally another thing. But again, I was listening to the, I've been listening to mainstream news as I drive to work sometimes with this kind of like, huh? I can sit in two places at the same time. I cannot be triggered by hearing this narrative that doesn't resonate with my spirit. And still listen to it and be curious and be like, okay, a certain portion of the population believes this. And okay, it's good to be aware of what they think too, because we're all allowed to live on the planet in a way. And they were talking about how in in Canada, we just went through a rating system with our children that we're like 23rd in the world for how how active our children are. And we went from having a grade of D, D plus to D. So we got, we had a worse grade after the pandemic. And then I was thinking, hey, I'm in kindergarten class today and they run around in the play, the schoolyard for like, I would say like a quarter to a third of their day. So to me, I'm like, that does not make sense for the place that I'm in, in the present moment, in my experience, that doesn't resonate, you know? So it's important to listen to information. And with this Illuminati stuff, for me, it's more about like, overarching themes and overarching ideas and potentials to kind of get a a landing pad of where you want to stand where you want to move forward you know we need to have some kind of idea of in my opinion like what to the best of our ability what's going on but at the same time we don't really know for sure because we're not in that present moment experience having our own personal feedback loop of that narrative you know so Mm -hmm. it's important to make that distinction I think and I Hope that made sense to, to what oh, you were bringing forward. Totally. And and I just want to thank you for the honesty and vulnerability there because, yeah, it's it's hard to go there. And look, the same thing happened to me when I started to see a lot of these things. Like, well, it actually took me a few years to allow myself to even open my eyes to it because 
I started to discover these things years ago. I'm like, this. there's no fucking way. Uh-oh, do we freeze? Oh, no. I'm just getting going, too. Keep the recording going. Hopefully, we unfreeze because this would not be good if we get frozen there. Oh, please unfreeze. Please unfreeze. <laughs> Ah, shit. I'm back. Okay, we're back. Okay, good. Yeah, yeah you froze and it stopped at, um, it took me a few years to allow myself and then it froze. Okay, so for everyone listening right now, we just had a little electronic snafu, but we're back. We're back, we're back. Okay, so I, as I was saying, oh yeah, once I started to discover these things, it took me a few years to even allow myself to really indulge in it because I'm like, there's no fucking way. There's no way that any of this can be true. And then I started to see, okay, okay, I wasn't allowing myself to believe that it was true because it it was too terrifying to me, the idea that I may have been lied to a little bit. It made me feel very unsafe to know that I wasn't always getting... Everything. I mean, I know politicians are full of shit. I've always understood that. But to that extent, and look, I still don't even know if these things that I've discovered along the way or quote unquote learned along the way are even true. I don't know. But there are a lot of indications that these things are true. But what happened for me when I really allowed myself to start believing it and exploring it was the same thing. I had system overload it was so much for me to take in and I was just I was driving myself crazy absolutely crazy in the process I was scared I felt exposed I I had this idea that because I was waking up I was somehow under a microscope at that point. Yeah. Like, oh, I had some beacon go off. Then now they are, they know every, they probably already knew everything before. <laughs> Nothing to do with me waking up. So like, now I'm a threat. Because that's I the totally shit that I I totally had was, that too. Like, I had right. that exact same thing. Yeah. Well, because I <laughs> saw people out there saying, because you're waking up, you're now a threat. You're a threat to all oh. of them. They, are, they now are in it. <laughs> so yeah, I felt like I was being completely controlled. Now, do I do I understand that even though we're recording this before it's being published, that it's probably being stored somewhere, even though I'm not storing it on the cloud, I'm recording it straight to my computer. Yeah, it's probably being swept up in some some database or database. I don't know how to correctly say it. But <laughs> you know, for what for what end? I don't know. I don't know. I mean, maybe it is system profiling. You know, maybe it's just, you know, it's just a bunch of fuckery. And I don't know, maybe I'm a threat. Maybe you are a threat. Who knows, right? So I can make a choice right now to say, all right, I'm not going to have this conversation with Marnie right now. Look, there's a chance that this podcast won't even be released. There's a chance for that for every episode that I do. But I can make the decision to say, I'm afraid that I'm going to make myself a target because this is going to be stored on some some server that's out of my control and that the Illuminati is going to come after me because they're going to see, oh, I have a platform and people are listening to what I'm saying. Well, then I'm being controlled by them. Yeah. Or I can say, you know what? It scares me to have these conversations. It does. I'm not going to lie to you. Like, this is scary for me to be talking about this with you right now. But I trust that you brought it up for a reason. And I do have, I mean, metaphorically speaking, well, never mind. We're not going to go there. But I do have a little bit of that courage to follow through just as you have and not let that fear of what's going to happen hold me back. Yeah. So I think that's the way that we move forward and live our lives in a way where we do have our eyes open. But that and that's where I also think that people who believe that they see everything that's going on will then limit themselves. 
by not having conversations out in the open. Look, are all of our phone conversations recorded? Probably. Probably. But, you know, I can't do anything about that other than try to live my life the best way that I can and not alter that to the belief that I'm being controlled. Even though I'm, I probably am being controlled, but that's, that's just my take on it is. I I love it. I love that you brought all that up and that we kind of connected on this level because I feel so, I've never talked about this content out, out loud on a, on a platform that people could listen to other than my personal Facebook page. I put things on there sometimes, but that at the same time, I feel so like in my spirit, you know, like my, it's like the, the edge of that pioneering energy, right? Like, okay, I'm in alignment with my truth. I'm sharing what I, what I know, what I feel, even though it might be scary is better than living half alive in a way. Mm -hmm. And, and as well, I think there's also curves to our ego expanding because once it's integrated into the central channel, again, that fear level kind of dissipates in a way. And some of that is our own ego saying like, you're entering new territory it's threatening and we make the belief structures to like contain in our own field in a way at the same time i think some of it is true and i definitely felt like i was also like oh i'm a, i'm even more awake now they're watching me right mm-hmm. but i truly do think that the spirit of our soul that is an override frequency that we if we live in integrity and love that is a earth-based truth there are natural laws that override these systems that are higher that are more enlightened and if we stay in alignment with love and truth that is the 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 life we are going to live so i i fully believe that on a cellular level as well and it's like playing both sides of our own expansion thank you so much for coming on today and thank you for going there because yeah it is scary but you you challenged me in that way. So I'm grateful to you for that. Awesome. I had a great time. Yeah. Great conversation. Thank you so much for having me. You're very welcome. And where can everyone find you? Yeah. So my website is earthhearthealing.ca. I specialize in transformational programs to help you expand and awaken your soul, your consciousness, heal aspects of your energy field that might have blockages or restrictions or understand yourself more deeply on an energetic level as well as sharing the science of the energy field within those coaching sessions to help people um, do the work themselves with that uh, structural understanding as well. Uh, My Instagram is Earth Heart Healing. My Facebook group is Earth Heart Energy Healing. And I also have a book out called Sparks from the Heart. You can find that on Amazon. And that is my awakening journey, shares the science of how we become programmed in childhood, as well as the science, the energetic science of Alzheimer's, all threaded together into a story of something that's very close to my heart. Yeah, we'll have to do another episode where we actually talk about that stuff. Yeah, I'd <laughs> <So>. love to. <laughs> cool. cool. Yay. Hello, time travelers. Your journey through time awaits you. Just want to thank you guys so much for listening to today's episode. And if you're interested in discovering who, when, and where you have been throughout time, and you'd like to book a session with me, just go ahead and send me a message on Instagram at the Past Life Regressionist, or you can reach me through my website, yourpastliferegressionist.com. Hey, time traveler. Are you trying to learn your birth chart and you're struggling through all those confusing layers of signs, houses, planets, degrees, aspects? I have a four-level self-paced course that makes this process so much clearer. Hi, I'm Danny. I'm that witch next door. I'm an instructor and mentor for folks like you that are trying to learn all of this trendy new astrological information for themselves and their own lives. Each level of my course is specifically designed to dive deep into the chart and help make sense of all those different parts and pieces. I developed this course to directly improve all the problems that I personally encountered on my journey to learning my own birth chart so that you don't have to. 
All of the information is presented in a way that is digestible and set up to promote the most effective retention and set you up for real success. By the end of our last level, you'll be ready to practice interpreting the transits and the aspects for yourself. You can visit thatwitchnextdoor.com slash astrology for more information and to order yours today. You can also use code time to learn for a 10% discount off of your bundle today. This is my way of saying thank you so much for being part of the Timeless Spirituality community. I enjoy working with all of you so much that listen to me over on That Witch Podcast. So don't forget, if you're struggling to learn your birth chart, you want to finally make sense of all of this, visit thatwitchnextdoor.com slash astrology and use code time to learn for 10% off at checkout. Thank you so much, time traveler. Thank you, Daniel, the past life regressionist. And I'll see you all in class.